Welcome to Recloseted Radio, the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing sustainable apparel company, or looking to make a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and each week I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, let's get started. This episode is another one in honor of Fashion Revolution Week. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, we're doing a couple of Fashion Revolution Week podcast episodes this month in order to celebrate the movement that calls for more transparency in the fashion industry. And in honor of that, today we are going to do a podcast episode dedicated to production partners and manufacturing. This episode will really focus on local versus overseas manufacturing, and I'm going to go through the pros and the cons around producing locally or domestically or in your area versus overseas in a country like China or India or Bangladesh. Before I get into the pros and cons, though, I do want to address a bit of a stereotype I often hear. A lot of people will simply think that production in North America, particularly in the U.S. or potentially in Canada, is automatically ethical or better than producing in Asia or other overseas countries. And that's not the case, right? There are ethical factories all over the world, and on the same vein, there's unethical factories all over the world as well. For example, I know of some genuinely fair and stand-up factories in Asia, and on the flip side, I know of some equally shady factories in Canada. Just because a production facility is located in a certain country doesn't mean it's automatically more ethical or unethical. It's important to dig deeper and assess each production facility on a one-by-one basis versus stereotyping and saying that all factories in a certain country are ethical or all factories in a certain country are unethical. It's really important to go by a case-by-case basis and ensure you have all the facts and dig deeper. And here at Recloseted, with every single resource or every single piece of information that we provide, we always do it with the intention to empower our clients, empower our community, to really be able to make the best decision for their brand and situation. So in this episode, I'm going to overview the pros and cons of local versus overseas production and give you some things to think about. But I'm not going to tell you that you should do local production or you should do production overseas because I want to empower you with the information so that you can make a decision that is best for your situation be it your financial situation or just your comfortability with production and also what makes sense for your brand. So with all of that out of the way, let's start with domestic production or producing locally. When you produce locally, there's definitely some pros. One of the big pros is the fact that it is likely more convenient for you and easier to collaborate. For instance, it'll be easier for you to pop into the production facility Likely, if you can, you can just drive there, you can visit in person, you can go quite regularly, and it really does make a big difference when you can actually go in person to meet the people that are working on your garments, to be able to touch and feel the samples, and really be able to give them that real-time feedback. 
So that's definitely a big plus. Also, your brand's carbon emissions tend to be a bit lower as well because you don't have to ship your fabric overseas and then you don't have to ship your products back to you when they're done. And of course, the caveat here is assuming that you're sourcing your fabric locally or nearby as well because this kind of becomes a mute point if you are sourcing your fabric overseas but your production is local because you'll have to you'll have to ship it over. And then another big plus is that because they're domestic or local, likely you'll be in the same time zone, you'll likely be using the same currency, you'll likely have the same holidays, and these are all pros. In terms of some cons or some drawbacks when it comes to domestic or local production, if you are producing in North America or Europe, it does tend to be pricier and more expensive because the cost of labor is higher. And also in these developed countries, the cost of general living is also higher. So in order to pay a fair and living wage, it's just going to cost more. Additionally, depending on the type of garment you're making and where you're located, you may not be able to find the expertise or the skill sets or sometimes even the machinery required to produce what you want to do. And so sometimes you may not even have a choice to produce locally or domestically, and you may have to go overseas for those skill sets. When brands are just starting out, sometimes they can be a bit hesitant to produce overseas, but there are some pros with producing overseas. For example, certain countries such as China, Bangladesh, or India have been in the production space for decades and decades. So there's a lot of expertise and there's a lot of skill sets there that could be really beneficial for you and your brand. Another pro is that also it's typically cheaper for you, either because labor is cheaper in those countries and or the power of your dollar and the currency conversion allows you to have more purchasing power so your dollar will go further and you're really able to maximize the amount you can get with your dollar. That being said, there are also drawbacks and cons to producing overseas as well. The first thing you'll want to consider is there could be a language barrier. Depending on which country you're producing with, you can't always assume that they will be fluent in English. And so if they're not, you will also need to get a translator or you will either need to speak to someone whose first language is English and you'll have to figure that out and there might be additional costs associated with that. The other thing is just around time zones too and time differences. So if you need to really be able to communicate back and forth quite quickly or you need to jump on calls or do meetings, that can be tricky to navigate sometimes. Another thing you'll want to be mindful of is also cultural differences. I always say that your production partners are really like your business partners and it is so, so, so important to have a really good relationship with them. So you'll just want to make sure that you read up on their culture no matter where they are and you really understand what are some must-dos and what are some things you don't want to do. There are also a variety of holiday schedules as well and those might be different depending on where the country is. And granted, some factories will take those holidays or they might align with North American or European holidays, but some factories won't. For example, in a lot of Buddhist countries, they have a lot of Buddhist holidays. And as another example, Italy is usually off for two weeks in August. 
So you'll want to, of course, find out about holiday schedules once you're talking to these factories just to see when you can slot things in and just for your planning purposes. There may also be increased costs from shipping things back and forth. So when you get samples sent from them back and forth or when you're giving feedback, there is that cost too. And you'll just want to make sure that you're taking account of it and you're really calculating that into your budgets. And then last but not least, quality control. Especially if it's your first collection or your first few collections, you'll really want to make sure that you are comfortable with how they're making your garments and it's up to the standard that you envision. So of course you can have video meetings and I would highly suggest if you can to visit in person as well. But you may have to go back and forth. You may have to travel or you may have to ship things back and forth as well like I was just talking about. So quality control can sometimes be a bit tricky. With all of that being said though, I would say regardless if you do local production, domestic production, or overseas production, you always want to make sure that you properly consider all of these different factors, plus additional factors as well, to narrow down and really solidify and finalize who you want to produce your garments with. Like I just said, your production partners really are your business partners, so you want to ensure there's a good fit, there's a good alignment of values, and you really foresee yourself to be able to work with these people long term. You want to make sure that as you start to work with them as well, you have a really good working relationship, and this is something that will be developed over time, but you want to make sure that you develop and establish trust, you are transparent with them, you are open with them and there's opportunities to communicate and have a really honest relationship. At the end of the day, it really depends on what kind of garments or accessories you're making, what your budgets look like, what your sustainability priorities are, and what is important to you as a business owner. For example, are you really valuing convenience? Do you really want to be able to heavily collaborate with your production partners? Or are you really concerned about your production costs? I hope that this episode was helpful for you and just gave you some food for thought and things to think about when you are really deciding between domestic or local or overseas production. It is not a black and white situation where overseas production equals unethical and local production equals ethical. It is still really, really important to do your due diligence and really make sure that you are comfortable with the production facility you end up with, you trust them, you ask them for references and you are really comfortable working with them because this is going to be a long-term relationship, hopefully, and you'll really want to make sure that you really establish the foundation for a great partnership. If you want help finding an ethical manufacturer and or figuring out how to best work with a new production partner and set yourself up for success, I highly recommend you check out our sustainability consulting services. You can find out more information at www.recloseted.com consulting. And on that page, you can also book a complimentary discovery call with me to see if it would be a fit to work together and also answer any questions you have. And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you took a lot out of it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at Recloseted. 
Additionally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because new episodes will be automatically downloaded. And it also helps us as well to continue to provide this podcast for free to you and continue to share all of these valuable resources. If you haven't already, also make sure you rate Recloseted 5 Stars if you think we deserve it and write a positive review. That really helps us as well. And we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.